Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to a new episode of the Geek Town Behind the Scenes podcast. I'm your host, Dave Elliott, and I'm away again this week, so I'm giving you another behind-the-scenes podcast in place of the normal Geek Town radio show. The interview this week features composer Mike Barnett, who is chatting about a couple of his upcoming projects. Action Pack, which is a preschool animated superhero series coming to Netflix in January, and animated film Bear Grylls' Young Adventurer Endangered. Mike is a musician and composer of film, television and video games who, over the years, has garnered a reputation as a musical powerhouse working with some of the biggest companies in the entertainment industry. Mike scores Action Pack, an animated series scheduled to premiere on the 4th of January 2022 on Netflix. With hearts, smarts and superpowers, the heroic kids of the Action Academy work together to battle the baddies and even bring out some of the good in them. In addition to that series, Mike most recently recorded with the Vienna Scoring Orchestra for the first in a series of animated films from Bron Creative and YBG Films titled Bear Grylls Young Adventurer, based around the famed survivalist. Set in a Hogwarts-style school in Castleton, the UK, the young Grylls deals with the challenges of childhood, learns early life lessons, and embarks on globe-trotting escapades with a group of young friends known as the Secret Op Squad. In 2016, Mike was nominated for an Annie Award for Outstanding Achievement in Music in the Animated TV and Broadcast Production for his score of Disney Junior's animated series Sheriff Callie's Wild West. Mike's music can also be heard on Disney Junior's Mickey Mouse and the Roadster Racers, as well as the sequel Mickey Mouse Mixed Up Adventures. His other work includes Scholastic Entertainment's Clifford the Big Red Dog, Nickelodeon's Adventures in Wonder Park and Butterbean's Cafe, the Jim Henson Company PBS kids series Splash and Bubbles, and more. Prior to setting out on his own, Mike worked at Hans Zimmer's Remote Control for Emmy-nominated composer James Levine on shows such as Glee, The Blacklist, American Horror Story, Rizzoli and Isles, Major Crimes, The Closer, Damages, and much more. If you'd like to hear more behind-the-scenes podcasts, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Geek Town Radio. This also gives you our weekly Geek Town Radio podcast, which brings you all the latest TV, film, and gaming news. You can also go to the website at geektown.co.uk for daily news stories and all the latest in UK and US TV premiere dates. In addition to all that, up until the end of December, we have the 10th annual Geek Town Awards running on the site, where you can vote for your favourite TV shows, films, and games 
games of 2021 and be in with a chance of winning a huge prize package of geeky goodies. Just go to geektown.co.uk forward slash awards. Now, here's the interview with Mike Barnett, composer on Action Pack and Bear Grylls Young Adventurer. and interned for a composer named Marco Beltrami. And after my internship, I went and got a job as an assistant for Jimmy Levine over at Remote Control. And I did that for about four years, went freelance, landed a job. Uh, my first composing gig in my own name, Sheriff Callie's Wild West, which was a third party Disney Junior show. <laughs> and from there, uh, got a Mickey Mouse show and that opened the doors to a lot of the animation studios and got some shows over at Nickelodeon and Amazon and Henson and more Disney and Nick Jr. And now I'm over at Netflix doing more great music, uh, I hope. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that brings us up to today. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's so many people go through that remote control system. We refer to them as Zimmer elves. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Running the gauntlet, the, yeah. the Zimmer gauntlet. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's kind of interesting because working with James and then sort of moving off your own sort of stuff, though, has been very much animation focused. When did you sort of find that? That was where you wanted to go. I've always loved animation. Even in college, if you had a choice between a live action project and an animation project, I would pick the animation project to do whatever we had to do at the time. And I wanted to do that over at remote, but that's just not what they did. Mm -hmm. And so when I chatted with him after four years, it was like, let's get an animation project. He's like, it's not really what I do. So, uh, you know, went out and just cold called. It was like, do you need a composer? I'll demo whatever. Da, da, da. And eventually landed a, a demo for this Disney Junior show and got it. So, yeah, but I found that the parallels for live action and animation are very similar. Story is story. And at least with animation, you get to do a lot more orchestral work. I feel like that's less so in the live action world, unless it's like sci-fi or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I love doing. So uh, I fell into that. Funnily enough, that the current show Action Pack is very much orchestra and like a massive amount of synth and band. So it's kind of this cross collaboration of everything. But yeah, uh, yeah that's kind of how I steered towards that direction. That's awesome. Action Pack, as you mentioned, is the, the thing that's coming up. It's launching January 4th, I think, on, on Netflix, which is a kids preschool superhero adventure series, basically. <laughs> yeah, in a nutshell. They actually released a trailer for it, I think, yesterday. So there is actually a little trailer for it out. And it looks like it's going to be a really fun series for preschoolers. So what was your approach to coming up with the sound for that? I had 
had conversations with the showrunner about a year before the demo went out. And he had told me he wanted it to be just like a dancey score. And I was like, superhero dance score. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. And, uh, and then a year went by and the demo call went out. And I was like, he's going to change, have changed his mind. Like, he's going to see reason. And in the brief, it was like superhero dance score. And I was like, all right. So I just, I, I got a huge playlist of all like the synthy dance pop that I could muster and just listen to hours and hours and hours of it to try and see how I could bridge the gap between like Marvel-esque superhero epicness yeah. and this synthy dance score. And just finally, over the course of that process, just kept chipping away and chipping away and came up with, a, I think, a really fun sounding score that I haven't heard on any TV show ever. I'm really excited about it because it is kind of so unique of this just cross nature, heavy orchestra, but also like crazy side chain basses and like all, all these synth pop techniques and and fun, you know, reverse symbols that you normally wouldn't get in an orchestral score. So I'm excited for the release. Yeah, yeah. I, there's only little bits of it on the on the trailer, but it's like a really interesting sort of mix of, of stuff, even at that point. So uh, I, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing where that goes. What point do you actually get to start scoring it? Are you doing it pre having seen anything? Or are you are you given animatics or are you have you got the final thing to, to sort of score over? It depends on the project. Each project kind of is different in their process. This one, they sent me maybe like a three minute scene or two one and a half minute scenes to write the score to, to do the underscore. But then they also wanted the main title to be written at the same time. Mm -hmm. And what they really wanted was the main title theme to be used throughout the score. Yeah. So it was this holistic approach to, you know, the kids will hear the action pack theme and they'll know the action pack is coming. But the theme needs to be able to play in a heroic way, in a sad way, like any situation you could find the kids in and our team in, the theme would have to be able to fit. So that took quite a long time of, you know, does it fit this way? No, okay, I got to refig. Okay, what about this way? No, 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 I got to adjust it. But I finally cracked the nut and uh, was able to come up with something that I think satisfied all the different situations. <laughs> so you, you're actually reusing the theme quite a lot throughout just with so sort of... Constantly. Yeah, transposing from like a orchestra version to sort of pop version to, you know, sad cello version. To <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I mean, and we go through so many different genres of... I don't want to spoil anything for the actual TV show, but there's like jazz versions and like classical versions and, and Dixieland versions, which is jazz, like I mentioned. There's a lot of versions. I don't Anyways, but yeah, I basically channeled my inner Giacchino and was like, we're going to create one theme. It's going to be used all the time. <laughs> and there's a few other themes, you know, different characters are getting like themes as they come back. But we wanted to shy away from every character getting a theme because yeah. it can be a little knee jerky when that happens, you know, especially the, the fast pace of the action. You didn't want it to get out of its flow, but also it can get quite boring if you keep doing the same theme over and over again without making it interesting. So that presented a challenge as well. But that just makes the orchestration really fun because you get to do so many different things to keep it engaging. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, I guess when on a show like this, I don't know how long it is, but presumably it's short of 
Two hour, 11 and a half, yeah. 12 minutes, I think. Yeah, so, so they're going to be sort of short form. And if you've got different themes for like every single character and, and they're supposed to be a team, and I guess a lot of the time they're going to be on screen together, so it makes it difficult to... Totally, yeah. And, you know, with 11 minute short form, essentially a lot of kids' animation is done in 11 minute episodes. There's just not a lot of time. So you want to make sure that you make it feel like it's flowing, make it feel like the energy is moving forward, but never let it get stagnant never let it plateau you don't want it just to be we were actually very conscious of the energy levels and if it got too high we'd say okay get that's great but now we got to bring it down so we can bring it back up for the big reveal or we'd have like these peaks and valleys of energy go 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 okay quiet 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 go 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 quiet 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 just so that it wouldn't be relentless yeah and it wouldn't be too much for kids watching at home yeah, yeah, because uh, parents will not appreciate you riding the kids' and bouncing off the walls. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there were some episodes that I don't want to say got away from us, but it would be like we'd blink and be like, is the episode over? Wow, that's a fast-paced episode. Okay, cool, on to the next one. You know, <laughs> there are some that have a lot of energy. But I, one of the things I like so much about this project is that it really, really dives into dealing with emotions in a way that other shows don't really want to sit in the awkward. Mm-hmm. And I and I like that because it kind of gives kids a chance to understand through the eyes of an, another character, like what they're going through. And hopefully they see, oh, I'm going through those things. And they're able to um, relate. And uh, the music was able to kind of slow down in those moments. And again, use that theme so that it, you really feel it. You really feel it in the heart. Yeah. You've got this high energy sort of score. You're mixing together this sort of orchestra and pop stuff. Any particular sort of interesting instruments or is it is it all done digitally using live I mean, yeah, I'm I'm singing on it. I've got my voice going through robot sounds. Um, I'm using synth bass with full orchestra. When it starts to go really action packy, there's like this French horn string and kind of 808 kick with with I don't know, like a I can't even like a really processed snare <laughs> and a bunch of just really ticky hi-hats that kind of start doing like 16th notes and triple it's just a fun conglomeration of a bunch of different genres yeah and i tried to go as percussiony synth pop as i could and orchestrally epic with strings and brass um but then you know i have like timpanis and casas and piatis in there and huge huge cymbal swells to really give like size so you get like the sonic space of a giant hall but then you'll have like they'll punch you in the face of an 808 kick. So that's kind of my amalgamation of the two. Awesome. I'm looking forward to, I mean, I don't have kids, so it's not obviously not really the It's going to be like first on your list yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but it does sound like a really nicely put together. It's interesting as well, because Bill Harper, who's the, the guy behind it, his background, according to his IMDb, Clarice and Grey's Anatomy, and then suddenly this. <laughs> I think like really bizarre. People just like being creative. I mean, when I was yeah. working on... American Horror Story, it's like, it's the same techniques of writing on American Horror Story as it is for this show. You're creating your own world. And then once you create that world, it's the vocabulary of it to paint the picture. So I, I see it. I mean, especially, you know, you're working with Ryan Murphy, who did Glee and American Horror Story. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. do the dichotomy of like, the, you know, happy-go-lucky and the most sadistic thing you can think of. So Yeah, yeah. It was just kind of looking through his IMDb. It was like, those two shows are that. But it doesn't quite fit. But, you know, great. Until- Can you imagine, like, the pitch to the network? What else you got? Well. So, moving on from Action Pact, you have got another project which you've been working on, which is this uh, Bear Grylls Young Adventurer Endangered. This is a series of films. Mm-hmm. The 
original report I said sort of said they were planning a series of films, but I think you've saying you're actually working on a second one as well now. So they are clearly moving ahead. They're moving ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, there's not a whole lot I'm allowed to talk about with it, yeah. but it's this animated feature films that stars Bear Grylls. And it's about uh, it's a fictitious version of his younger self. And it's this amazing crew of kids who like go on to fight deforestation. And that's kind of Captain Planet meets uh, Captain America almost. But uh yeah set in uh the uk and it's um it's that's another really fun we actually got to record the vna scoring orchestra which i did out of my you know because of covid i'm doing it from my bedroom at 2 a.m while they're playing at 9 a.m and it was this amazing dance of technology to be able to record orchestra live in my bedroom (laughs) (laughs) yeah but, those were um, really fun yeah that was that was really great we got to have i think 55 musicians throughout two days and it's just brilliant yeah i mean it, it's been amazing how people have managed to keep the orchestras going and record those sort of live things even in the middle of covid you know i mean there's i know the Eisler who we were talking about prior to recording he had the final score i think he did for empire he'd basically recorded everybody separately and was then stitching them together which was just a massive project so it's been incredible how people have just managed to keep those because those live orchestra kids obviously disappeared throughout the pandemic yeah yeah well and a lot of them went home and how to do home recording i mean i think a lot of remote recording is really common i think it might be here to stay for and not for full orchestra but certainly for overdub work that you need for tv shows definitely Mm -hmm. yeah it's really 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 awesome and uh, the bear girls thing does sound kind of interesting it's uh, described as being set in a hogwarts like school in castleton in the uk where they can learn these globe trotting action adventure things it's honestly a really cool film like it kind of sounds like it would be gimmicky but they just there's so much heart to it i've been really impressed with the story and the team that i've been working with i think it started off as this is oh we're going to use bear's name and then every department along the way just like brought their a game <laughs> and it turned into this like amazing movie so yeah i mean it's it's got this magical vibe i mean you know there's no magic involved but it's certainly yeah this really cool special film that i'm really excited for when it comes out because it's i think it's going to blow people's expectations away. That does sound like it's going to be quite interesting. I mean, Bear's very popular, so uh, that should be one to look out for. And uh, Action Pact is out on the uh, 4th of January. You have got something else out at the moment, because, you know, I was looking through your Instagram, which is hilarious, by the way. Uh, I was looking through your Instagram, and you have a song on there called Hanukkah in Monica, which is just <laughs> wonderfully funny. Thank um, you. Do you want to just, just explain uh, what that was and what you did? Gosh, yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's so funny funny that you brought that up yeah i basically every year would be hanukkah would come around and i'd get kind of annoyed that it was just first of all it competing with christmas it's not really a big holiday for jewish people it's <laughs> we don't really celebrate it in the same way but because it falls in the same kind of year and it's a light you know celebrating lights in the darkest time of the year it, it's all of a sudden competing with christmas and christmas you get like a tree and santa's bringing you presents in a hanukkah we get like a menorah and you're going to eat a bunch of fried food right yeah, like yeah. that's all that we really got and i always felt like we needed us i wanted a song that was as upbeat and joyous as christmas but also kind of snarky like it i wanted to make fun of the fact that like stores would get it wrong like you know anything they could do to make it kind of jewy to sell you stuff is what they would do <laughs> 
And so I was like, well, let's make the, the verse this kind of snarky thing. And then the chorus is just this jubilation. But we're also going to have gospel choir on there yeah. just to make sure that, it, you know, you still know we're making fun of it. And then um, there's this be the light section at the very end where we're just like riffing on the funny things that happen in Hanukkah. Yeah. Like, you know, when you make latkes, your house will smell like oil for like the next... <laughs> seven months um and yeah it really came together it was a fun little project that i i worked on with some hmi friends hmi is called honeymoon israel where they take a bunch of people who are interfaith couples to israel oh wow yeah and so we made these really close friends and they helped me with the lyrics because i'm not that clever <laughs> it's really funny it's i was listening to that and uh yeah the, the, in fact your your whole instagram feed is it's got some great stuff on it you know the, the inspiration stuff is like other composers and just the funny little clips and stuff they're really really fun so uh, i i was in, definitely enjoying that i found that on there so that was really fun so um along with action packed the bear girl sing and hanukkah in santa monica anything else you've been up to recently that you want to talk about I got a five-month-old son. Yes. And that's taken up a ton of my time. Yes, um, it does. Yes. But I am working on movie two of Bear Grylls. Yeah. Uh, the title is as of yet unannounced, but we're very much in the middle of it and really exciting stuff. They go to whole new places all over the world, and hopefully it's as epic and daredifying as the number one. Awesome. Definitely something to look out for. Last couple of questions for sure. you. First question is, what TV shows are you watching at the moment? Well, I just finished Arcane. Did you? Oh, I haven't watched it yet, but no, I'm, yes. The animation on that I is heard. like, like I haven't been so blown away since Sp Sony's Spider-Man. Yeah. Like it just, it's some of the coolest animation I've ever seen. The top of the list there for just blew me away. And I loved the release process where they would do three episodes and then you have to wait a week, three more episodes because it was enough to binge, but then you had to wait. And then I found myself thinking about it throughout the week being like, I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> so that was really, really cool. I'm trying to think of there's another one. I know we were watching an Apple TV show, The Foundation. Oh, yeah. Which I'm a huge sci-fi nerd. So, you Fantastic. know, it's yeah. like unabashed sci-fi, you know, like it's unapologetically sci-fi, which is super fun and also very much like the book. But um, yeah, it was cool to see them do it. I always think with that show, it's, it's kind of one that, you know, it's not one that you can half watch while you're looking at your phone. You know, it's, it's something you focus on yeah. and it's like they stitch it together so well because it should not be filmable that book at all right and i feel like every episode is its own like mini series like they just yeah. do such a good job so yeah we've really been enjoying that one yeah so the last question for you if you had the opportunity to work on any tv show it can be something from the past something that's present day or some sort of future genre that maybe you haven't worked in yet, what would it be? Any TV show ever. That's a quite a yeah. huge... I mean, I would love to work on the new Lord of the Rings series that's coming out on Amazon. <laughs> Weirdly, that's quite popular, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it, obviously. I don't think a lot of people have. No. Um, I think Lauren Balfe's doing that one, but uh, he's going to do a great job, and it, it looks amazing. I'm a huge huge fantasy nerd anything D, D based i think would be really cool so like yeah wh whether it, it's that or even outlander or uh yeah there's a bunch of books that i read that i'm like ah oh, man if they just i heard name of the wind was going to be a tv show mm -hmm. and lin-manuel miranda was going to be attached as a producer oh wow and i was like i need to find out <laughs> who who is going to be doing this because that's going to be the coolest project ever so 
but you know anything fantasy yeah well i mean there was that old if you like sort of the dungeons and dragons kind of things there was the uh, the old 80s cartoon which definitely needs a remake but you know so that would be a great one oh i would be stunning also you know the witcher i mean like yeah. uh, game of thrones would be cool but by the end of that series that was like oh, okay i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i i love all that stuff um, yeah which is coming back next week I think so yeah and I think Joe oh Joseph Trapanese that's right Joseph Trapanese and he did I believe he did was it Winter and Bone Uh, Shadow and Bone and that was an amazing score and I also love those books so I really want to that's another one I'd like to be a part of anything that Joe's doing right now I want to be a part of I should know his name go and try and try and like steal that off him yeah (laughs) work alongside yeah I'll work with him that'd be great yeah he's a cool guy definitely awesome well, thank you for spending a little bit of time to thank to you, Jack. Dave. It's been really, really lovely, and it's nice to actually be doing it in person as well. So you know, <laughs> totally, totally. Well, thank you for coming over, and thanks for taking the time. No worries. The uh, new show, which is called Action Pack, is out on uh, January fourth on Netflix. So go out and certainly, if you've got little kids, definitely worth watching. Totally. And hopefully, we'll talk again. Maybe when you can talk a bit more about the uh, background. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for chatting. My pleasure. <laughs>